Hello, Island friends. Let me tell you about Tim Eccles. Mr. Tim loves Georgia and helped keep our rates low. He knows everything about energy and has led by example. I hope you listen to his radio show called Energy Matters. Join me in supporting Tim. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold Golden and Gregory. Welcome to Energy Matters, a show about how you can save money on your utility bills, use technology wisely, and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Here's your host, veteran energy regulator and clean energy expert, Commissioner Tim Eccles. Thank you, Scott Slade. It's always great to be saving money on that power bill, using technology wisely, and living a more sustainable life. Hey, I'm Tim Eccles, your host, Vice Chair of the Georgia Public Service Commission, down in Savannah on the road, heading over to a conference uh, to talk about natural gas, renewable natural gas. And with me in this first segment, Kevin McCracken of Chesapeake Utilities, Marlin Gas in specific. Welcome to Energy Matters. Thank you, Commissioner. I really appreciate the time. Um, yeah, we're real excited about being involved here in Georgia and opening the new CNG station, but also the renewable natural gas efforts we're making. Yeah, you guys are heard uh, throughout Georgia on our show. You're an advertiser on our show, and you are doing some very cool things. Tomorrow, we'll be at the uh, at the Port Fueling Center, and we'll be doing a ribbon cutting on your uh, facility there. Let's start with that. Tell us a little bit about what's going on at the Port Fueling Facility that Sean Register and friends are building. Yeah, we've been we've been fortunate to have a really good partner in Sean that's been in the Savannah area for over 40 years, and he's acquired 15 acres. He's put a very large truck stop on in one of the biggest ones in the country, and associated with that, we're going to be putting CNG compressed natural gas fueling in, which makes it really unique because most compressed natural gas stations sit by themselves and aren't part of a larger complex. Makes it inconvenient for the drivers; they don't like it as well. So this this is really great for the drivers. Plus, it's on the north entrance of the port where there's 12,000 trucks a day going past there. So it gives the port an opportunity to get into the sustainability movement and uh, have the assets there that they need in order to encourage the trucks that are inside the the port itself to make the conversion over and and, uh, green up the area. As you know, I drive an F-150 bi-fuel truck converted by Alltech. It's got the Marlin Compression logo on the back quarter uh, of of the truck. And I I hear what you're saying because before your station has been built here, the only place for me to get fuel is down the road at another facility, but I have to share the lane with diesel trucks. It's not a dedicated facility, and it just uh, it just kills me to go in there and have to wait and wait and wait, and then half the times tell you the truth the pump's not working over there you know the difficulty so we've got three pumps in for redundancy purposes we can be doing up to 25 tractor cabs an hour and uh, fast fill less than 10 minutes so it's faster faster than your diesel fill and the redundancy is beautiful because the one area that if you're ever going to have problems in, in in the stations is typically in your card readers and and the ability to actually perform the the uh, the transaction and uh, luckily we've got a really good team from southern company gas the agl team that's going to be operating and maintaining the station and they have experts in all those areas so we expect high level of reliability plus we put put redundancy in with the multiple lanes so 
you know, drivers like yourself don't have to can be concerned about are they going to be able to, be able to fill up, especially dedicated fleets where they have to be filled up for the next day. I guess a couple of years ago, you and I started talking about this Delmarva Peninsula project that Chesapeake was doing up there with a the digester with chicken waste. And I've been just traveling up and down the roads of Georgia, and we've been talking about it on the radio, the idea of doing something like that here in Georgia. And it sounds like uh, it's actually going to happen. Yeah, we're pretty dedicated to it. I mean, uh, we've, we've had a problem up in the Delmarva Peninsula with the runoff and the phosphates that are contained in, in chicken waste and, and uh, the nitrogen. Uh, and, and we've worked with very scientific team around a process where we can take the chicken waste and we can put it in what's called an anaerobic digester where we cook it at 98 degrees and the gas comes off and it leaves behind a digestate, a fertilizer, an organic fertilizer. Um, we had just met last week uh, uh, with the governor to talk a little bit about it and we've, we've got uh, in place a relationship with a large uh, construction firm to do the work for us and we met last week to go over design we're look it's looking at like a 125 million dollar facility that we would have in in north georgia that uh we've got the land already uh, identified and we're finalizing the loi and we hope to announce it within the next 30 to 45 days if you're just joining us, you hear the, the bell on the City Hall ringing here in Savannah. I'm on the river getting ready to head over to this um, natural gas conference. I'm talking to Kevin McCracken of Chesapeake Utilities, Marlin Compression. You hear them every week on our radio. Just across the river at the convention center and particularly the Westin, you guys bailed them out a couple years ago after an accident. An interesting story. Um, a contractor was uh, driving a piling down. Uh, right near the river crossing for uh, AGL, Atlanta Gas Lights, uh a line that feeds uh, the island, the convention center, and the Weston Hotel, and parts of River Street and uh, in downtown Savannah. And <laughs> this piling was driven down 64 feet and hit the pipe and snapped the pipe open such that they were losing gas and they lost all gas service to the Weston, the convention center, and parts of River Street. Um, just so happened I was in town and uh, had a relationship with AGL, and we have a temporary service called Marlin Gas Services where we were able to, from December 11th when it happened uh, till May 4th of the following year, uh, because you're in the winter season, you can't get in and repair it, we brought gas in on trailers and kept up the Weston Hotel and the island and parts of River Street. And so pretty good story, uh, pretty good collaboration. Uh, AGL being creative, who's able to bring us in and, and, and basically keep service on for their customers. And just down the river a little further, you've got that Kinder Morgan uh, Elba Island facility where... We used to bring gas in from Egypt and uh, Trinidad and other places, and now there's 10 trains producing gas going to Europe and all over the world. The Elba Island, as most import facilities in the United States, uh, we've found so much gas in the United States that most of them have been converted over to export facilities, Elba being one of them where now they're shipping the gas to the Far East and other locations around the world. And we're helping out the countries that are short on energy. Uh, and, and with our surplus natural gas, we got hundreds of years of it. Uh, we got a real opportunity to be the, the provider out in the world uh, to those nations, especially in, in light of the Ukraine-Russian uh, action, that, that we can fill in the gap and get uh, domestic supplies into countries that need it. Let's go back to the Delmarva project, and you mentioned nitrogen uh, and algae blooms. I guess that could result from that. I think about in Georgia, 
we've got you know some important lakes like Lanier is in the middle of chicken country and there's a lot of runoff into little creeks uh, which eventually make its way to the lake and uh, that is the drinking water for Gwinnett County and and eventually all of Atlanta as the Chattahoochee flows down so in some ways this digester project is not just taking waste and producing something usable renewable natural gas is actually improving the health of people yeah i think the big story uh, our ceo says it all the time the big story we get done with this isn't going to be about producing renewable natural gas it's about cleaning up the environment and creating a sustainable eco culture in our in our states such that that we've really taken waste streams and turned them into something valuable but we've taken also the the bad elements that that go along with the way we we produce things today and we've made made strides to get organic fertilizers in there and other ways to reduce uh, algae blooms and phosphorus and nitrogen uh, levels that aren't acceptable. You know, we think of fossil fuel and uh, there's kind of a war against fossil fuel now, both coal and natural gas uh, from certain states. I know here in Georgia, we're going to be adding even more gas plants probably as we close coal plants. How do you describe to someone what renewable natural gas is? Because it's not a fossil product. No, fossilized gas, you know, obviously came from pressure under the ground from hundreds, thousands of years of uh, rock uh, laying across uh, veg- vegetation. That Whereas this is an accelerated process where we're taking, we can take food waste, we can take animal waste, each one having different levels of methane they can create. And you cook it, like I said, at 98 degrees without oxygen present and the gas comes off and you're able to then either bring it by trailer or by pipeline to a place that you can use it. But in all ways, it's replaceable with the, the fossilized gas because that's cleaned up also through a cleanup process. Both processes clean up the elements that can't be used in the home or can't be used in the pipeline system. So you're getting pipeline quality gas from either source. It's just how you have to clean it up. Just a couple of minutes left uh, in the segment. If we think about this port fueling facility and the fact that you'll have these three natural gas lanes, I mean, is this something that can lead the way to convincing drage truck drivers and others to convert from diesel to natural gas? How, how, how persuasive do you have to be to make something like that happen? It seems like it's a, it's a significant uh, mindset change, and you, you have to do it at all ends, right? You've got to have the fuel uh, at the beginning, at the end, and, and, and to make sure that you've got it halfway as well. No, you're right. You're right, Commissioner. I mean, the, the, the issue gets to be these fleets, you know, in, in a lot of drage fleets are used trucks because they want to get as much as they can out of them. Uh, and so to convince somebody to go get a new truck or do a conversion, it's not cheap. Uh, there got to, it has to be incentives. Luckily, uh, through Deere grants, through infrastructure bills that are in front of Congress today, they're recognizing the value of providing funding for changeovers in these in, in these fleets. And, and especially with the price differential of over $5 diesel, and yet I'm charging less than $250 for my gas at the pump, and it's staying stable because the natural gas supply prices have not gone up like they have for oil. So, so yes, there is a mindset change, but the truth is it comes along with the economic equation and the incentives, and luckily that's all coming together at one time, which hasn't happened in the past. How can folks find out about the Delmarva Project or uh, Marlin Compression or the Port Fueling Center? Where do you recommend they take a look? I'd go out to the Chesapeake Utilities website, uh, and, and we've got all of the different businesses we're involved in and different projects we're involved in. And uh, again, Commissioner, I can't tell you enough, 
really appreciate your support and you've been behind a lot of these efforts from the beginning and Chesapeake really values the relationship. Thanks a lot for sponsoring Energy Matters across our state, Savannah, Brunswick, Macon now, Atlanta. So we really appreciate you guys being involved. Thank you. Thanks so much, Commissioner. Hey, stick around. Another segment coming up. It's Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters. Energy Matters would like to thank GasSouth for its support of the show. GasSouth has a no-deposit policy and offers some of the lowest per-therm rates in the state. Use the promo code MATTERS for a special deal. GasSouth, the difference is good. Hey, Tim Eccles here, host of Energy Matters. Solar's growing like crazy in Georgia, and I certainly say buyer beware. It's great to have companies like Creative Solar USA on the job. Russ, why do folks need to reach out to you? Tim, we're going on to our 14th year, and we have the best staff and most experienced installers in the state to get the job done right. You can find out more at creativesolarusa.com or call 770-485-7438. That's creativesolarusa.com. BMVW is the place in Metro Atlanta to get your used hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or fully electric car. They're located on the south side near the airport, but it is well worth the drive. Go online to look at their inventory at ev-hybrid.com and set up a time to see the vehicle or even drive it for up to three days. I don't know of anywhere else in Metro Atlanta that you can do that. That's ev-hybrid.com, the best deal in town. ev-hybrid.com, ev-hybrid.com. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold, Golden, and Gregory, an AMLAW 200 law firm with 180 attorneys in Atlanta and Washington, D.C. They take a business sensibility approach when advising clients. They provide industry knowledge, attention to detail, transparency, and value to help businesses and individuals achieve their definition of success. AGG subscribes to the belief not if, but how. We thank John Gornall and all the attorneys and staff at AGG for sponsoring our show. We interrupt this episode of Energy Matters to take you outdoors. On the road again. Tim Eccles back on Energy Matters. Just finished up the ribbon cutting here at the Port Fueling Center in Savannah. Three dedicated CNG pumps, 16 regular gasoline pumps, a whole bunch of diesel pumps in the back. I'm with B. Cook of smash my trash and b you're here uh and uh, it was a cool event today wasn't it it certainly was we're uh we're friends with sean and the guys here at marlin compression and extreme uh trucking sales and service um yeah smash my trash we are a mobile waste compaction company we simply smash the trash in your open top dumpsters and we reduce the hauls by uh, 75 to 80 percent b let's talk about that let's talk about landfills today uh, trucks are running to the landfill when they fill up um, you've got residential trucks you've got commercial trucks kind of explain for my listeners the type of trucks that would pick up trash well you've got all sorts of different you know the waste haulers are the ones that pick up the, the majority of the trash especially in port city like savannah um so what we do is we reduce that number of hauls for our customers, right? So by compacting the trash in the open top dumpsters, we reduce the hauls by 75 to 80%, which is tremendous because it's, it's less wear and tear on the roads. Carbon emissions footprint is re- reduced by 
in some cases up to 70 and the most recent one that we did was about 73 percent on your on your uh, on your waste hauling so just the tremendous savings great economics for the customers and um, we love what we do where it's a it's a disruptive industry what we're doing and we started this business about two years ago um, and it, it's phenomenal we have a hundred and 61 franchise partners in 41 states coast to coast so we are uh, we're on the uptick and it's been phenomenal you know as you think about making runs to the landfill they're going in a diesel truck um, and by smashing the trash and reducing the number of trips this is this is the real savings not only financially for the company uh, hauling but it, it also is a benefit to our environment. Oh, 100%, right? And, you know, what I was even thinking is, you know, we have diesel trucks, okay? And I was talking to one of the gentlemen from Marlin to see if there was any way to convert it to, you know, a cleaner source, but um, especially with the way the prices are going, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, the savings, uh, the savings are there. It's not arbitrary. It's not maybe we'll save you money. It's not sometimes we'll try. You know, it's, it is if you deal with us if we provide our service for your business you will save money and of course it's great for the uh it's great for everything there's less wear and tear on the roadways we have a whole uh, carbon emissions reduction calculator which shows exactly how much you know carbon footprint is reduced and that's you know we work with international conglomerates we work with um you know small mom and pop shops locally and um you know, it just, it just makes a difference, right? I mean, everybody's looking toward that initiative at this point because we got to take care of our planet. So I think about companies like West Rock in Georgia, up in Dublin, Georgia, off 16. As you head back to Atlanta from here, they have a facility that makes craft paper out of recycled cardboard. So the only feedstock, if you will, they have going into their plant is cardboard that's been bundled behind a Walmart or a Target. And, and that that cardboard business, and sometimes you see flatbed trucks hauling bales of cardboard, that that cardboard business is, it, it, it is an important, uh, I guess, part of the ecosystem to recover and recycle, particularly with Amazon out there delivering things in cardboard boxes every day. Oh, absolutely. We, uh, you know, we actually did a demo with a company here in Savannah two weeks ago, which specializes in that uh, form of recycling. And uh, you know, that's just another aspect of you know just doing the right thing um, with the amount of you know you reference Amazon. You know, you you can't drive down the block and see you know ten houses with uh, several Amazon boxes. So it is important to go ahead and recycle as much as possible. And uh, and these facilities, one of which, several of which are here in Savannah, are you know just doing a great job at that. I wish I thought about how to do it in the way that they do it. Be uh, talking to B Cook of Smash My Trash. You can find him at smashmytrash.com. Uh, out of Statesboro, working here in the territory of Savannah. How does your equipment work is it hydraulic or what what is what is the actual uh i I guess technique of the machinery right good question so we have um a big kenworth truck flatbed uh there's a a boom arm for lack of a better word and just trying to be as descriptive as possible sort of got a a crane arm which is attached to a six thousand pound drum with 
spikes, for a better word, uh, which is hydraulically driven. And the drum, we know we back up to the back up to the dumpsters, drop the drum into the dumpster, roll it back and forth a few times, and um, you know there you have it. You've got you know a hundred percent full can of of you know cardboard pallets, whatever it may be, is now you know ten to fifteen percent full. So that's the that's how we do it. It's just smashing the trash. So if I'm a customer of Smash My Trash, your truck may come out, smash it, give me a little more room, uh, and then uh, and then I put more in, and you come back out, right? And so you're kind of periodically smashing it to give me more space. That's exactly right. And and we have a, a smash calculator which, you know, lets us know how many times we need to come to your facility per week, per month, based on how many hauls you're averaging, right? So, um, but that's, that's exactly right. Uh, it's, we smash, you don't haul. We smash, you don't haul. You know, we could smash three, four, five times in some cases um, until you have to call the haul. Um, and there, there you have it. That's where the savings, you know, are, are realized. Well, thanks for being on Energy Matters today. Oh, it's my pleasure. It was great to meet you, Tim, and thanks so much. Hey, find B at smashmytrash.com or B.cook, cook with an E at smashmytrash.com. Hey, Tim Eccles back on Energy Matters uh, with Drew Drury of Bulls Bay Group. And we're talking C&G here today. We're talking drayage trucks. Drew, first, tell our listeners on Energy Matters, what, what is a drayage truck? It's uh, transporting containerized goods from the port to different receiving facilities around the southeast for us, in particular in Charleston or Savannah. Uh, all of our trucks are heavy-duty trucks, uh, truck tractors, and we use uh, the port chassis to transport the anything from reefer units to um, heavy oversized goods to uh, big clients like Samsung and Hyundai and, and uh, Volvo and, and those sorts. So do you own the the tractor, as they call it in this world, the actual you know truck that connects to the container? Uh, and is the driver one of your employees? How does all that work? All of our drivers are company drivers. We lease and own, and own trucks. Um, right now, we're looking to expand our fleet for Charleston's and Savannah. Uh, we lease the trailers from the chassis pool. We're looking to buy our own trailers in the future. Uh, we're fully fully focused on company drivers. Uh, we're going to bring some owner operators on in the future, um, but we're very focused on uh, clean energy and bringing unique technologies to our fleet and expanding into uh, different markets that also focus on uh, container drop yards for grounded storage. Uh, we are developing a software that will help with dispatch and um, receivables. Um, and uh, and also uh, renewable natural gas for heavy-duty applications. So, I mean, all these trucks that we're looking at right here uh, that have containers connected to them in this parking lot run on diesel. Why is natural gas of interest to Bulls Bay Group? Most of our clients are committed to being net zero carbon emissions by a particular date and the way the gas prices are these days uh, we're looking for a cheaper alternative that's also cleaner and we want to be innovative in this space uh, most of the operators here in Charleston, south carolina are owner operators there are some company major larger players in the area that um, have a big presence and being able to offer packages for owner operators and for other carriers that we have a uh, 
uh, a cheaper alternative to either conversion or new builds for tractors, but also uh, an efficient ways for fueling, either at their location, their private location, or at fueling stations, is what we're focused on to try to minimize the cost of infrastructure. And if we could do that and partner up with ca- uh, carriers and owner operators, then we can have a bigger presence for easily, easily, easily accessible gas for our, our clients. Charles, looking at the pump over there, the CNG pump, um, uh, $2.49 a gallon equivalent today. But the diesel is uh, is almost $5 a gallon. I mean, if, if it stayed at that differential, CNG would pay for itself pretty quickly, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. It would. It would definitely pay for itself. And with our application, we have a cheaper cost for the infrastructure, so it pays off. Your return on investment is, is, is will be much quicker. And folks may not know it, but these CNG trucks, they just burn cleaner. The engines last longer. Uh, it's, it's better on the environment. Correct. The, the, it's a cleaner fuel, so it's less maintenance on the on the engines itself. They last longer. Uh, you don't have the smell of diesel. Um, a lot of the clients are forward focused on this, so you'll be able to, to uh, market this as your, if you're, you're an owner-operator or a carrier. So it's just a better all, alternative to diesel, and it, it'll widen your your market share well good luck in all of this folks can find more at bullsbaygroup.com that's bulls like a a a bovine Uh, bullsbaygroup.com and they're in charleston south carolina thanks for being on energy matters today thank you thank you tim appreciate it hey stick around we'll have another segment in just a minute this is tim eccles you're listening to energy matters Logan Booker here, producer of Energy Matters, and I want to tell you about the Advanced Power Alliance. For more than 20 years now, the Advanced Power Alliance has been leading the energy transition in America's traditional energy states. They advocate for wind energy, solar power, and energy storage, all while partnering with traditional resources to ensure that America has abundant, affordable, cleaner energy to power our homes, our lives, as well as our economy. With the growth of solar and advanced storage and power generation technologies, every state now has the opportunity to be a leading energy state. Advanced Power Alliance is proud to partner with the Georgia Large Scale Solar Association and work with the Public Service Commission, Georgia Power, and their customers as Georgia continues to be one of America's leading renewable energy states. You can learn more about the Advanced Power Alliance at poweralliance.org. That's poweralliance.org. Reducing pollution from the transportation industry is an important goal, and few alternative vehicle fuels offer the distinct advantages of compressed natural gas. I myself drive an F-150 C&G pickup. Marlin Compression, part of Marlin Gas Services, is helping to usher in this clean energy future to the Port of Savannah, too. Not only is Marlin Compression a trusted provider of CNG for fleet fueling, they are also working with Port Fueling Center on a state-of-the-art CNG truck fueling facility. Learn more about the distinct economic and environmental advantages of using natural gas for trucking fleets of all sizes and explore all of Marlin services by visiting marlincompression.com. That's marlincompression.com. Calculate your savings 
today. Hey, Tim Eccles back on Energy Matters with Jared. Jared is the general manager for Port Fueling Center. Sean recruited you from out of state to come in here because this is a, a large truck stop. It's a unique truck stop. And I know you're really uh, excited and up for the challenge. Absolutely. it's uh, It's been nice to be out in the Savannah area and um, just looking forward to the you know, building something really, really awesome in the port of Savannah. Have you ever worked at a truck stop before where they did uh, use C&G? I did. Um, I'm familiar with it. I was, I worked near the Houston ports. It's a really good alternative gas and, and I think all the technologies have kind of worked its kinks out. So, um, you know, it's, it, it's really nice to have that on our, on our um, location. Well, most of your truck business uh, we just had a, a drage truck pull in front of us here with a container and people see these on the road all the time will most of your business be drage trucks i believe so that's what it's looking like more and more uh, we, we won't see a lot of the traditional over the road truckers where it, it's all going to be localized um you know and everything we do is going to be a niche to the port and you guys uh, have an executive chef uh at your port fueling center um, and that is really unusual i'm told that you would go to that kind of extreme to have the kind of quality of food that an executive chef is going to curate yeah it's really been an honor i we uh she was my first hire jessica spire she um she graduated from Cordon Bleu, and um, she wanted to do something different. Um, and this is a unique opportunity to be able to uh, put her own swing on things, and uh, and still be able to um, cater to that that trucking business. So it, it's she's she's awesome, and we're glad to have her on board. So, what are a few of the favorite things that she makes that you really like? She makes these. I mean, she does these crab chowder that is just phenomenal uh low um low country boil that is taken taken off she does a lot of signature sandwiches and 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 with all these things we can offer a really good plate that you can get at um some of the premium restaurants and still get at a truck stop which definitely makes us unique yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to eat a little bit of shrimp or uh, a little bit of crab stew when you come to the coast, right? Absolutely. You have to you have to partake in, you know, all the resources around you. So uh, we're definitely taking advantage of that. Everywhere we look, we see logistics. Uh, we've got a train in front of us. Uh, we've, we're seeing these drayage trucks. Uh, we're, uh, we're seeing uh, all the things that it takes to run... Uh, a port. I mean, it, it is it is unique to the logistics business, isn't it? It absolutely is. Everywhere you look, you see a truck turning. You see um, these massive railroad yards. Um, you see tube tanks. Um, so, bringing it all together, it's all on this port, and that's what makes it unique. So, we just have to make sure that we we, we cater to everyone coming around that corner. So, you've got 15 acres. That seems like a lot, but I'm seeing trucks. Uh, I guess kind of staged or parked at, at your area. You've got the repair shop. I mean, uh, I have a feeling in the not too near future that your that your 15 acres is going to be full. It it already is. Um, it, 15 acres gets taken up really really quickly when you start adding on some amenities for the drivers. Um, a lot of these drivers are just having trouble parking. Um, in the area so they're looking for long-term parking so that makes it kind of unique um, because usually if you're along i-10 or what have you these drivers are looking for overnight parking um, 
not in this situation. They need to drop their trailer. They're making runs up to Macon or Atlanta, coming back, picking up another trailer, going to the port and switching them out. So uh, it is a unique, um, it makes a unique situation for us. You've got that outdoor wash area, and I know, you know, Sean has talked to me about the outdoor wash area, but I guess, you know, with diesel and getting maybe some fuel on your your hands or uh i mean they're wearing gloves sometimes but why why is the outdoor washing station important in a business like yours it's i think i think people are more thoughtful on um they appreciate clean bathrooms for one so having that hand wash keeps those bathrooms the countertops so much cleaner um so if they can really get off the heavy residue before they even walk in and then if, if they don't have to use the facilities they go straight and you know, grab one of the signature sandwiches that we're that we're talking about, and get back in the road. Um, so it just it's an added convenience for them. Um, they've talked highly about it, and I'll be honest, it, it, it's it's been the talk of of the site um, really since um, its inception. Mr. Register talked about talked about it, and uh, the drivers love it. And then you've got that little mail drop where uh, drivers can can drop off their paperwork how much time does that save a driver well it depends um it can say it could be a huge savannah is is a really growing community so what happens is these drivers it 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 allows them to drop off their their paperwork so they don't have to go back to the office to uh give it to the administrator or whoever whoever handles their paperwork so it could be it could be an hour it could be two hours off of the day because um because they don't have to make those round trip um, returns to drop off that that paperwork, so um, that's that's added a lot of value to their time and get back some other day. You know, if Wendy and I travel, you know, we'll stop at various uh, truck stops because sometimes I'm towing a trailer or something like that, and they they just tend tend to have a little more room for me to be able to get in and out. You've got a lot of uh, of, of wide berth areas for trucks to get in that's that's the whole thought we we need to make sure that uh you know turn radius are there and we just have lots of uh room so people can maneuver in and out of our out of our site you know as you think about you know the future for the site and what you're excited about uh, maybe a, a, a challenge different than you've had before what comes to your mind well, I think adding in all these alternative fuels, I think I, I think we are all um, headed in that direction. Um, you know, we'll have some charging stations coming, uh, both for the for the regular cars, you know, the four um, four wide cars, and then and then your trucks. So those will be added. We have CNG RA coming. You know, we've talked about hydrogen and uh, propane. So I I just think we want to be a one stop shop. I mean. Um, obviously we're we're a truck stop we sell diesel right but that doesn't mean that we can't limit our we should limit ourselves just to that we should be able to uh, offer more to the consumers did you ever think that you would see a day when people were talking about autonomous driving semi trucks and them platooning down a road and you know the robotic type of uh, type of experience that you're hearing talked about now for the future Technology is amazing. It, it surprises me every day. Um, you know, there's new innovations, and um, we're learning every day. Um, I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime, but we're here. Um, so it's 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 being tested. It's being approved, and we'll we'll see what the future holds. 
You know, we had quite the group there today of, you know, Atlanta Gas Light executives, Marlin Compression executives, Chesapeake Utilities. We had two commissioners, myself and Commissioner McDonald. We had the, you know, the uh, the port director, uh, Griff Lynch. Uh, There was a lot of uh, pomp and circumstance uh, here today. Yeah, it was a really nice turnout. I, uh, I was glad to be part of it. Glad to be partnering with Marlin and Chesapeake Utilities, and um, I, I think it was a win-win for everyone. You know, I think about uh, the cool things that Marlin Compression is doing uh, just up in Delaware, not too far, uh, you know, from uh, from New York uh, in that in that area up there. Big market, gas market up there, a big chicken market up there, and they are taking chicken litter and they are turning it into renewable natural gas and i know this is sean's desire that eventually and marlin wants to do this as well that we would take maybe dairy gas or swine gas or chicken gas and bring it in in a truck run it through the cng pumps and have the transportation sector in savannah actually running on renewable natural gas which is a really cool fuel I, I have it emblazoned on my truck we talk about it all the time on the radio show but that could very well happen within the next couple of years at your place i agree i mean that's what makes it so fun to be part of this project because uh i'm surrounded by innovative thinkers and and we're always trying to be you know groundbreaking news right like it's around the corner we're trying to always better ourselves and i think uh that's that's where we're headed absolutely so my friend uh, Scotty runs the Peterbilt dealerships uh, around Georgia, and I know he had a representative here today. And Peterbilt is doing both CNG, and they've got some electric vehicles coming. Do you feel like most truck manufacturers are going to kind of follow suit? It'd be interesting to see. I think um, I think you're definitely seeing more and more of it. I think there's um, a little bit of pushback from the drivers. I think. Um, but I, I think it's an education deal, and I and I and as we get more and more folks behind the wheel driving these these different uh, types of vehicles, I think uh, we'll see that it is it is the way of the world, and this is the way um, what our future holds. So it'll, it'll be real interesting to see you know what's next. Hey, thanks for being on Energy Matters, and good luck today with all that you guys are doing at the Port Fueling Center. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, Tim Eccles, one more segment coming up, but just a fantastic opportunity here at the Port Fueling Center. Next time you're down in Savannah, drop by there, 16 gas pumps out front, uh, clean, chef-curated food. I think you've just got to see this uh, and, uh, and see what Sean Register and his team is doing to bring about a transformation in the trucking business. Stick around. I'll be back with another segment in just a minute. You're listening to Energy Matters. Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit. And the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. GasSouth. The difference is good. 
Tim Eccles, host of Energy Matters, here with Jeff Pratt of Green Power EMC. Jeff, more and more EMCs are offering solar to their members, and you're seeing it grow like crazy across rural Georgia. Tim, you're right. Co-ops in Georgia are doing a great job of deploying solar across the state. In fact, they're leaders in the country with respect to engaging customers and deploying large-scale solar to benefit all their members. Hey, contact your EMC and ask them about their solar energy policy, or just Google Green Power EMC. This segment of Energy Matters is sponsored by Hall Booth Smith. This law firm works with over 88 Fortune 500 companies, and they have offices from Brunswick to Athens, Tifton to Columbus, and of course, Atlanta. We'd like to thank Hall Booth Smith for the great work they do with school boards, hospitals, cities, and counties all over our state. See more at hallboothsmith.com. Hey, Tim Eccles, back one more segment on Energy Matters, and you guys, I am in Covington, Georgia. Yeah, this is a little Hollywood in Georgia, one of them at least, with Debbie Harper. She's president of the chamber. I've got my assistant, Faith, over here, too. We may let her chime in. This is her hometown. Debbie, we're in Bread and Butter Coffee Shop. How cool is this place? This place is amazing. So um, just a little history on Bread and Butter. This, uh, when I was growing up, was White's Department Store, where I had my first job as a sophomore in high school. And um, to see the growth and, and positive change in our downtown square in my lifetime has been a very... Um, welcome uh, not only for our community but for our um, residents and tourists too that do come to Hollywood of the South. Yeah I'm speaking at the Rotary today and I'll share at the Rotary about meeting Truett Kathy when I was in high school. That was one of the high points. I think one of the low points was at a ball game here in Covington when when I was a student council president. We always had a little traveling delegation that followed the North Clayton Eagles down here to play against Newton County. You guys were the Rams, I think. Um, and we had a couple of Air Force junior ROTC guys. One of them owned an airplane, actually, in high school. So it was quite talented. But as the Newton County band was out playing their halftime show, uh, I didn't plan this. Uh, our ROTC guys did, but they they buzzed the field and threw toilet paper out, uh, rolls of toilet paper that landed all over the Ram band, and we were all laughing, hooting, and hollering, only to have our friend arrested when he landed his plane back down uh, in in Henry County, with where he where he had it. Uh, but that's my early experience here in your lovely town. Uh, thank you for sharing that story. So I was part of the Blue Rambler band, but that may have been a little before my time because um, I don't remember that happening when I was on the field uh, during any of our um, programs. But uh, that's a great story to hear for sure. Uh, we do still have uh, Newton County High School and the Rams. I am a Ram alumni, but thank you for sharing that. <laughs> There's a lot of movies that have been made here, and you can kind of see some of the remnants of those films in different shops and around. around. Uh, what is it about this town that is so attractive to movie makers? So... Um, our downtown square is what we feel is just your picture of Americana. It's... it's um, 
it's still very close-knit it's still very um, much as it was many years ago but there's also a convenience factor we're convenient to Hartsfield Jackson convenient to the city of Atlanta we now have our own studios um, Sinalese three ring studios here in Newton County um, that are booked out for the next couple of years and the the county and the square itself in and of themselves is a backdrop um, it's it's just its own backdrop itself where um, the the Dukes of Hazard found a home in the heat of the night found a home most recently the vampire diaries uh trilogy vampire diaries the originals and now legacies that's filming in addition to about 160 other um, film and tv shows so i'm gonna go to my assistant faith about the vampire diaries i mean faith i'm not a viewer a watcher of the vampire diaries but i've got to think you've actually watched it since you live here I have actually watched it. I was resistant at first because I was like, they're taking over our town. Um, but I got sucked in, loved the series. Um, they're actually one of the nicest film crews we've ever dealt with here. Um, very respectful. My husband worked security for them when he was a police officer here. Um, and your daughter, the weekend that I got engaged, was an extra on the show. You didn't know that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do I have to do I have to do a radio show to find out what my seven children are doing? Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, let me ask you, Debbie: Have you been an extra on any show, or have you been on any sets? And how, how cool was it? So I've not been an extra. I've had some friends that were, um, but I have been on many sets, and um, it's very cool. It's very cool to stand back look at what they're filming and then see it on on the big screen or on the television set but i would like to say too from from an economic driver standpoint um the chamber had the foresight we have trademarked hollywood of the south for covington newton county Uh, in fact you'll see a big logo release coming out on that soon and um it has Really, tourism has become an industry in and of itself um, for Newton County. And we saw a huge boom, like other communities may not have seen through COVID because of Netflix that was carrying Vampire Diaries and many of these other shows that have been filmed here. And we saw a huge uptick of of day travelers into the community during COVID, um, thanks to Netflix and the many languages they have also transcribed um, Vampire Diaries into. So, You know, I think we need to trademark the name Electric Avenue because that's what I-20 is going to be. (laughs) As soon as Rivian is there, as it heads to Augusta, and I'll just remind listeners that EasyGo and Club Car two of the largest manufacturers of electric vehicles already in our state in Augusta and adding Rivian to it here kind of halfway between Augusta and Atlanta is only going to make it sweeter. You guys have got to be very proud of landing that Rivian deal. Yes, um, it, we are very proud. Um, the the JDA, with the support of the Office of Economic Development in Newton County and Walton County as um, marketers for the site, uh, worked very hard on this deal. Um, this takes us to a new level. Um, being a lifetime resident of Newton County, um, 
change is hard, but I know change is coming. And I feel like we're ahead of it. We're prepared for it and are preparing for it. And um, this is just a game changer. And for me personally, um, I always say when I went to work at the chamber, I was so glad to work for an organization that supported good quality jobs coming to this community because I have three boys, two in college, one in high school. And now they have good quality jobs to come home to. They may not come back to Covington, but their reason can't be they can't find a job because they can find a job here, a good paying job. You know, the labor pool, the labor market is in crisis right now. I mean, there's so many restaurants still closed, uh, or at least their dining room is closed. You see all kinds of issues. And I think having a job training center uh, and some great paying jobs, which these Rivian jobs are going to be, I think we're going to see happen to Rutledge Social Circle, uh, you know, Monticello, right around this area. What happened down in uh, in, in that West Point area, as Kia came in there, I mean, it was all good. There was just better paying jobs, more prosperity, bigger houses, um, more quality entertainment, better restaurants, uh, all the things that many folks want in order to come and live in an area. Yes, um, that that's all so true. But um, I, I will say, too, with respect to workforce development, uh, and I can't say enough about our Office of Economic Development, um, but they've, they've tried data. And we have 20,000 people that leave Newton County every day to go to work. So kind of a, a focus is to re-educate, market these jobs to these people, upscale our residents, upskill our residents for these jobs because we could staff two Rivians with 20,000 people and never build another house in Newton County. So that's kind of our challenge now um, is the workforce development, marketing to our citizens, upskilling them and letting them know about the opportunities that are out there. Just the last couple minutes uh, as we wrap up our show today, Stanton Springs, uh, you already have Facebook uh, in the community. How has that changed life around here? So um, it did change to Meta. Um, Facebook did change to Meta um, after the first or really in the last quarter of last year. And they have been an amazing partner. And um, I think it speaks to the type of businesses and industries we want in Newton County. During COVID, Facebook at the time invested about two and a half million dollars in the four counties that Stanton Springs represents. And um, even uh, for us personally here in Newton County, our school systems, helping them with um, laptops and become more one-to-one for students. And for the chamber, they gave us seed money to do small business grants. So we were even able to help our businesses and put money in their pockets to help them during COVID. So um, I can't say enough about them and and not just them, but Takeda is a great community partner and even our legacy industries that have been here 
for 30 plus years General Mills, Bridgestone, um, Nishimbo, BD, Beaver Manufacturing. We have a very diverse industry base and so we're very thankful for, for all our new ones but those that have stuck here and reinvested here in Newton County as well. Faith, what's your favorite thing about living in this area? I think the downtown area. I grew up just off the square. I walked to the square um, when I was a child. I just love the small town aspect of this town. It's beautiful. Well, thank you both for being on today. How can folks find out about the Chamber online? So our website is newtonchamber.com and there's all the information you would like on there. Our calendars are on there, um, membership information. So newtonchamber.com. Great to be in Covington at Bread and Butter. You got to come out here and check it out. Hop in place. Hey, this is Tim Eccles. I hope you've enjoyed Energy Matters today. Uh, Have a fantastic weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week. Tim Eccles of Energy Matters here for Solar Sun World. No doubt you've seen solar panels popping up all over the state. If you want the precision of German engineering when it comes to solar, Solar Sun World is for you. Gerd and all the folks at Solar Sun World understand the complexities of solar and how to make it work for you. From tax credits to inverters to accelerated depreciation, they'll advise you on the best path forward. And Solar Sun World now offers power purchase agreements. Find them at solarsunworld.com, solarsunworld.com. Everyone has tough times in their life. By checking the project share box at the bottom of your utility bill, you can make life a little easier for your neighbors. Your one, two, or five dollar checkoff is matched by the utility and then used by the Salvation Army to help folks having a tough time paying their energy bills. It's that easy. Join PSC Commissioner Tim Eccles and many others by donating via your power bills this year. See more by clicking projectshareinfo.com. And thank you.